You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 386, <laughs> a podcast with a twist. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the MyMac.com podcast. This is number 386. Now, the big difference between this podcast and the one that you'll hear from Gaz and me, or Gaz and I, uh, either previous to Macworld or after Macworld, is this is being done completely in iOS as far as all the audio goes. Now, there'll be some stuff that Tim has to do. Tim, of course, has to upload it. But the actual creation of the podcast, everything from the opening theme and commercial and fade in, fade out, all being done through some software called Twisted Wave. And Tim liked it so much, he bought the company. Yeah, I, I didn't buy the company, but I did buy the software. It's a good 10 bucks. which let's be honest, on iOS, you hear $10 for an app, you're like, ooh, wait a minute, I, I got, let me look at some of the reviews and stuff first. Yeah. But I had watched you playing with it yesterday, and I thought, hmm. That's better than the 99-cent app that I was going to use. <laughs> better so, be. I, well, you, know, you would hope. <laughs> yeah. So I downloaded it, and then, uh, that's how we recorded all the tech fan. Yep. So it, everything it's was Pretty much every all the audio being recorded here at Macworld, uh, at least as far as Tim and I go, is being done in, in Twisted Wave. So they're getting a lot of free pub from us here at Macworld. Well, you make a good product, and uh, I don't care if you're terrorists. I'll give you props for at least a good... <laughs> Maybe not, but right, yeah. right. So this this is you know it's not going to have the the usual uh, polish <laughs> that uh, the usual mymac.com podcast has. Uh, but I hope you enjoy that this little experiment that we're doing here at MacWorld, and uh, I think there'll be another one tomorrow and probably Saturday before we leave. Oh yeah, we'll do another one before yeah. we leave. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And as far as the MyMac podcast goes, this will all be done in iOS. And you should tell people if you're at home. Go to your computer, go to MyMac.com, and check out some of the photo galleries. We've got just a ton oh, that's of true. photos. Well, why don't we go over what's what's in uh, on the MyMac.com website right well, now? Well, let's go down a little bit, and we'll work our way up, guys. Yeah, sure. Uh, let's start here, and it's, uh, well, I don't know what the hell that is. Explicit, explicit. Explicit. Uh, Pre-MacWorld Expo. 2010 MyMac Podcast number 385. They probably already heard that one. Yeah, I'm sure, if they're listening <laughs> to this one. Right above that, your brother Larry Grinnell wrote uh, iWorld Day 1. Yep. And it talks about his flat butt. <laughs> yes. It, it actually does. Yeah. Uh, and there's a photo, and I picked the photo before I realized what it said right above it, where he talks about his rotund self, <laughs> and then the photo, well, substantiates that claim. Yeah, well, we, we truth in advertising. Um... We had a Appalooza today that Sam and I did. That was a tech talk here mm -hmm. at MacWorld Expo, which I recorded using my uh, my iPhone. That was at 10 a.m. this morning. That was a lot of fun. That was. But uh, above that is uh, MacWorld Expo iWorld 2012 Wednesday with the MyMac staff. You get to see Guy, me, uh, I believe Bill Palmer from iWorld was or from uh, Beat Week Magazine was out there. 
and the rest of the MIMAC staff, other than John Nemo, he hadn't shown up yet. Right. And a statue in front of our hotel holding <laughs> an, what looks like an iPhone, but it's actually an iPhone case, yeah. and a Mountain Dew bottle. And a mountain, well, God, Tim has to have his Mountain Dew. Uh, next thing up is uh, Day 1 Macworld Expo iWorld 2012 Expo photos. Right, by John Nemo. Uh, those are some good photos, much better than the ones I've been taking. Uh, the next thing is the art of South Park at Macworld Expo. Now, guy, the guys who work in the studio at South Park Studio, the guys who actually make South Park, not Trey and, you know. Right. But these are the, the guys that actually yeah, make in, it. In the trenches. In the trenches. They had a presentation in the main, whatever, main mm -hmm. stage area uh, for, oh, a good 45 minutes that Andy Anako hosted. Oh, I'm sorry I missed that. And I... I was in there and I, I watched the whole thing. It was really interesting. I love South Park. Yeah, me too. And after that uh, chat, I went down and I took, oh, eight or nine photos. Some of the photos, some of it is actually the cardboard cutouts that they use in the <laughs> pilot. So it's it's very valuable. And some of it is um, artwork that fans have sent in over the years, but just fantastic stuff. I didn't want to take a picture of every single thing in there. I think that's kind of yeah. 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 But I give if you, a good you want to see something like this, you, you really should. Come. You really should come to the MacWorld Expo. Yeah, uh, but I give you a good sample of what's in there. Uh, the next thing up, at least as far as, as when we're, we're recording, recording yeah, this, right. is yet another MacWorld photo album. It's just photos that I did not even retouch, taken with my iPhone 4S. Um, I'm kind of looking ZZ Topish. You, you, there's a ZZ Top. Guy Searle photo. Uh, we don't even know what the product is. We, yeah. we were literally doing a mad rush when we first walked in, right. stopping briefly, not even talking to companies, just getting a good feel. Tomorrow we'll really hit the floor running and, and, and spend a lot stuff. of time. Yeah. yeah, I think you and I will probably work tomorrow yeah, doing, doing interviews with companies for the MyMac podcast. And tomorrow, I, I not so much because video is a valuable part of this experience. I think very few people actually go and, and look at the videos that, that we shoot here at the Macworld Expo. Uh, it, it's just more along the lines of, I, I want to make sure that, you know, when I said I'm going to do everything on iOS, that includes video. And so there'll be like one or two videos that I'll, that I'll shoot from various companies that we'll have posted. And um, I think that's going to about do it for this little segment. Coming well, up is going to be four audio interviews that I did with some of the vendors here. Yeah. Don't forget about the other podcast that we recorded. Oh, that's right. We are going to be on the... What, what, Tech Fan. Te oh! God, Man, I swear. I'm losing you my mind. You're talking about that, yeah. No, I'm really tired. Uh, we have It's recorded... a one-two punch here at the Macworld Expo. We record a lot of interviews and stuff on the showroom floor, and you get to hear that here on the MyMac podcast. Right. But then for the discussion with, oh, other media types, Guy, me, some of the MyMac crew. If you want to hear those discussions on what's going on at the Expo, you got to download TechFan. Yes, yes. And there there will be a, a MyMac podcast and a TechFan podcast, most likely at least one a day yeah. for while the Expo is going on. Yeah. And as long as I can manage to stay awake when, uh, when you need me to come over to record, unlike a certain time last year uh, where you actually did the MyMac podcast, podcast all by yourself by you, you couldn't rouse me out of bed yeah. I'm having fun guy you having fun I am having fun I have a fun here every year and it's not even always so much about the expo itself no it's it, the people it's yeah getting together with the, with the other writers ambiance. From, the ambiance <laughs> from uh, fr you know the other uh, my Mac staff members it's always great to see them 
and to see something to see some of the cool stuff that's out on the floor as well. Well, let's listen to the rest of the show. I don't I haven't heard of the interviews, so I want to hear them. Oh, they're wonderful. Let's hear it. Bye. Okay, I'm here with Simon from Byte Squared Limited, and you have probably one of the most unique programs on the iPad and where it gives you all of the various tools that somebody out on the road would want to use with something like an iPad. What can you tell me about it? Well, we've just released a, a new version, uh, which we've focused heavily on the document editing side of things. Uh, and so we've updated it to produce uh, floating images. Uh, we can handle floating images, you know, rulers, tab stops, tabs, section breaks, multiple columns, that kind of thing. So we think if people want to ditch their laptop, for an iPad, you have to provide them with the, the tools, not just to make little minor edits, which they would then you know, want to look on a, on a laptop, but to actually make a, a rich document uh, so they can you know, completely get rid of the laptop. And that's what we're heading for. Okay, and, and the program is called Office Squared HD, and that's by uh, Byte Squared Limited. Now, I have used this program in the past, and, and you've added some stuff here that you, you've basically gotten a lot of feedback from, from various users of the program in the past. Uh, what have you taken from the feedback that you've gotten and put into the program? Um, lots of usability things. Um, when we released the version 5 update, um, we changed things around quite a lot. And although we've added a lot of functionality, some of the users were missing some, some features which they felt were really helped them be product, productive. Um, so we we found a way of including those fe those features back into the product while keeping the same uh, great functionality. So the same easy to use interface that the program had in the past, but with new features that people were asking for. It sounds like it's it's like the go-to program for office documents on the go. That's what we think. Um, we we we've, we've priced it really uh, competitively as well. It's um, seven dollars ninety-nine. Uh, and if you compare that, that, that basically gives you the document editor, presentation editor, and spreadsheet editor. And you're, we're sort of like comparing that to the, the Apple's offering, which is you'd have to pay 30 bucks for the whole lot. Now, what about uh, connectivity to the cloud? Uh, is, is it possible to take documents that you've either received from somebody else, like a Word document or a present, you know, something from PowerPoint, and bring it into Office Squared HD, and also at the same time export it out? Absolutely, yeah. We connect to the, the major cloud vendors like Dropbox, Box.net, and Google Docs. Um, so, so you can just set up a, a service, uh, a cloud service, within Office Squared HD, and you can be editing those documents and saving them straight back to the cloud. Okay, I'm talking to Simon. He's with Byte Squared Limited, and the name of the program is Office Squared HD, $7.99 on the iOS App Store, and uh, we'll talk to uh, a few more people in a little bit. Okay, I'm here with, uh, I know I'm going to screw this name up, Nick Rusukov from Zeobit Software, and the, what we're going to talk about right now is MacKeeper 2012. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Well, my, my, my feet hurt, but other than that, <laughs> at the first day of the Expo, you're walking all over the place. Uh, now, is this like a brand new version of MacKeeper that you guys have just come out with? Yeah, we've have we've been having this MacKeeper for a while now, and this is a brand new version. This is a 2012 edition because uh, we had some uh, complaints or questions from customers, and we did listen attentively to those. 
we rolled everything down, we took it, and we changed the program so everyone loves it, so everyone enjoys it, and we have nearly 200 uh, improvements on this version of MacKeeper. Okay, what can you tell me about kind of the individual components of MacKeeper as far as, you know, what do they do? How, how is this going to benefit the average Mac user? Well, if you love your Mac, if you really care about it, you need to take care of it because uh, when you buy it, it's snappy, it's fast, it's clean, it, everything works perfectly. But after a couple of months, you get a lot of bulky files that are just somewhere on your drive. You may not know about them. You get your cache bulked up. You've got all these, um, you install programs, they have a lot of binary files that are basically, they they cover both the PowerPC's platforms and the Intel platforms, so everyone could use it on Mac. And all those are just, they're just slowing down your computer. This is the main purpose of the program, but this is a 16 applications in one, and we have internet security, we have, uh, we have maintenance, we have cleanup, and we have uh, we have even um, Geek on Demand. It's a kind of subscription service you usually find, but it's not a subscription service. You just uh, you just buy the software, and you've got this Geek on Demand going forever. You just can call us and ask us anything about Mac. Like if you can't you can't plug your mouse in it in a, in a, in, a, in, a, in your Mac. Well, it happens sometimes. Something doesn't work. You just call us and we'll spend as many time on uh, on the phone or using uh, uh, some softwares to fix it. We'll just do it for you because we like it. Yeah, that sounds like that sounds like a really great service. Well, it is, and people enjoy it. Some people, like I know some customers that were around here last year, and they bought the software just because they were looking for the subscription service, and they found it in here bundled. So it comes not as a main aspect of the software, but it was just bundled and they loved it so much, the idea of it. They bought it and uh, we have so many reviews from people that enjoy every single bit of, a, of our software. Okay, what is kind of the main focus of MacKeeper? What is, what's, what's the meat of the meat, the potatoes of what the program does? Well, the main purpose, as I said, is basically keeping your Mac clean. Well, that's, that's kind of slogan for it because uh, this is um, this is the main thing that you need to do. If you keep uh, your Mac clean, if you take care of it properly, you won't need to repair it or do stuff. And um, all the other applications are going as a bundle. They just support it. They just support the main idea of making your um, uh, Mac really clean. And um, one of the features that we really like about our Mac Keeper is the anti-theft. One of the many that we like, of course. Um, it does really track down the IP address, the exact IP address of a person who stole your Mac and got on the internet, and uh, it takes a snapshot of that person. And it's, we send you an email with uh, the location, well, actually the IP address, because you only get it from the ISP. Uh, we send you the location, uh, and we send you the picture of a guy, or mostly guys, not that many girls, of course, stealing laptops. <laughs> and we will, well, some some services do that, but they do that um, not as a live support. It's all automated. They just send you, and that's it. You don't check your email in the middle of the night, of course, usually. But if um, if you use our service, we'll we'll simply call you. We'll call you, provide you with all the information, like everything you need to go to police, and immediately solve the the, the problem. Because if you wait till morning, it can be sold twice already. Uh, how much does the program cost? Well, the regular price for MacKeeper, MacKeeper, the regular MacKeeper 2012 that we are only started selling today is $39. But 
you have so many discounts on the internet. Even now, we offer like the first discount we offer is 12% off. It's on our brochures, it's on our CDs, and if you're moving from MacKeeper regular to the MacKeeper 2012, it's only $19. And if you're here and you want to do that, it's free. We just sign up and it's free. Wow, that's really great. Uh, now, other than your website, is there any place else they can find the program? Well, our uh, product is on the Apple Store, but because of oh, the uh, Apple uh, Mac. App Store? Yeah, Mac App Store, yes. Well, there, there's a, a little bit lighter version on it because our program is so good uh, that it conflicts with some of the rules of, uh, of the Mac App yes, Store. Yeah, I, I've heard that. that from a couple of other uh, developers as well. And uh, we couldn't miss the chance to be on the App Store, so we've cut it down and it ha it's called 911 Bundle. So you can find it in there, but it's, it's cheaper, way cheaper, uh, but it's not the full program. Okay, so it's MacKeeper 2012 from ZeoBit Software, $39 on the web. You can also find a slightly lighter version of it on the Mac App Store. Thanks, thanks for coming on today, Nick. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for the interview, and I wish everyone will enjoy the, the program. Hi, I'm Tim Robertson from the Tech Fan Podcast. And I'm David Cohen from the Tech Fan Podcast. And we wanted to take a moment to tell you about the Stoplight Network. Stoplight is a community of podcasters. We're a group of people who are passionate about podcasting and we're looking for people who have either existing or new podcasts that might be interested in joining us. So check it out at www.stoplightnetwork.com and while you're at it, check out our show, The Tech Fan Podcast, part of the Stoplight Network of Podcasts. I'm here with John Chafee from Busy Mac Software and they're showing BusyCal today. Now, iCal comes built into the Mac. So what is it about BusyCal that is going to entice people to buy it as compared to just using the built-in tool? Well, one of the best things to happen to BusyCal in the recent past was Lion iCal. Apple came out with a new version of iCal for Lion, which a lot of people were very disappointed with because they made it look more like the iPad. It has the faux leather trim, and they hid a lot of important features, such as the source list that appears on the left side of your calendar so you can see all of the calendars that you have and their colors and so forth. And they've made it very difficult to create new events and just to manage your calendar. They've, they've dumbed it down too far, really. Okay, what about, uh, I'm guessing you guys have like iOS integration and, and things along those lines? So iCal, excuse me, BusyCal is a, a replacement for iCal. It's a complete calendar, desktop calendar app. Um, like iCal, it syncs with iCloud and MobileMe and Google and the iPhone. Well, it syncs with MobileMe for a little while more anyway. <laughs> for as long as it's available. <laughs> um, so the nice thing is, is the first time you launch BusyCal, um, it brings in all of your data from iCal and it actually remains in sync with iCal. So, so, there, so it, it just goes ahead. You don't have to do any real setup if you've already got a lot of time and effort spent into creating things in iCal, you know, accounts and all the rest of that, BusyCal just goes ahead and brings all that in. Yeah, it just sucks it all in, and it and it's not a one-time thing. It stays in sync with iCal. So you could download the 30-day trial of BusyCal, launch it, it brings in all your data. You could use BusyCal for a week. If you decided you didn't like it or for some reason you needed to go back to iCal, the data would be up to date. And how much is the program? It's $49.99. Okay, where can people find BusyCal? You can get it at the Mac App Store. You can also buy it at our website. And for Macworld attendees, as well as those listening to podcasts that made by attendees, <laughs> uh, we're offering a 20% 20, 20 off uh, with the Macworld coupon code on our website. And that's for as long as the show runs, right? It's going to uh, go till mid-February. 
Oh, mid-February. So you, so anyone listening to this, you have until mid-February to get 20% off of Busy Max, Busy Cal software, the iCal replacement for your Mac. Right, and you should download the 30-day trial while there's time and give it a give it a uh, give it a try and see what you think. Thank you very much, John. <laughs> Okay, I'm here with Nick Fletcher from Real Mac Software, and he is showing off the new version of Rapid Weaver 5. Uh, what's now Rapid Weaver 5? Can you explain very quickly what that is for people that don't know? Okay, sure. So Rapid Weaver is a template-driven website creation app that's exclusively for the Mac. Um, think of it as somewhere between iWeb and Dreamweaver, and you've got a sort of idea of what we're working at. It's all template-driven, so you have beautiful um, web standards-compliant templates that you can just drag your content into, lay the content out, place it, and, and then publish your website. It's really simple, and it really focuses on the content on your pages, because, of course, that's why people visit your website. Right. You know, it looks nice, that's great, but if there's no meaningful reason to stay, that people visit your website for the content. So we really focus on that. We do have an edit preview switch, so we switch between there's a distinct mode that you're creating your website in, and we think that's a good way to build a website. So. Okay, now, the, the other thing that kind of sets Rapid Weaver apart from iWeb and some of the other easy, easier to use HTML editors is that you have a rich history of third-party developers that have made just an incredible amount of other templates that, that are you know above and beyond the ones that you include with the program, all other kinds of, of functionality. Uh, you actually have the developer of Stacks here. Yes. And it, can, can you describe some of some of the other kinds of, of ways you can manage your, your content using Rapid Weaver. Okay, sure. So um, we have a, as you say, we have a hugely vibrant third-party community. It, it's, it's incredible. We have a listing on the Romax Software website, which is romaxsoftware.com forward slash add-ons, and there are currently in excess of 500 third-party developer add-ons available. So Isaiah, who develops Stacks, who's here on the booth with us, he he's a full-time developer building stuff for Rapid Weaver. And Joe, who builds stuff for Isaiah's plugin, is here as well. So we have a huge ecosystem, not just of people. These are not hobbyists. These are professional people building amazing stuff. So we've got Stacks, which is a fluid layout plugin for Rapid Weaver. There's a, a couple that do sort of Flickr integration, so you can have your photos pulled live from Flickr instead of having to upload them from your Mac. There are plugins that allow you to integrate with WordPress. There's, there's, there's a whole host of things that are available. And we've also got the most plugins are... Um, uh, they're actually themes, so layouts for your site, and these have been around for, they start, started off appearing sort of five or six years ago, and we've not, they're now one of the mainstays of, there's, you know, there's hundreds of these available. So if your website wants a look that's not part of the 50 themes that we include with Rapid Weaver, you can go elsewhere and you can find them, and it's, it's just incredible, you know. I deal with Rapid Weaver uh, on a day-to-day -day basis, it's my the app I'm a product manager for. So, yeah, it's quite incredible to be working with people who are doing awesome stuff with your products. Now, what about, what's some of the new stuff that you've put into version 5? Okay, so version 5 uh, has been out for a little over a year. Uh, the new version has a ton of awesome stuff. So, resources, which is basically, in the old versions you used to add files to be used on a page, on a per page basis, but they weren't available throughout the application. So in version 5, we said, that's not good enough and we reworked it so that there's resources. So if you want to use an image file on a page throughout the site, you can easily refer to it and it's stored in, you know, centrally in your Rapid Weaver project file and you can easily refer to it. The same goes for anything like a movie, a PDF. Loads of people use it for sort of showing lots, storing, sorry, lots of PDFs that are linked to from across their websites. If they're building a, 
a website for a company that has lots of white papers, it's terrific. So it all depends on what you want to use it for, but lots of people come up with really creative uses for it. Um, we also now do sitemaps, so we also submit your sitemap to Google for you. So when you publish a website, we say, hey, all the pages are at these addresses, and you should know about them. So you don't have to worry about submitting the sitemap yourself to Google, or even generating it yourself. <laughs> And how much does the software cost? Okay, so Rapid Weaver is $79.99 US, and it's available on the Mac App Store and from our own website. And we also have upgrades for people who own previous versions of Rapid Weaver. Uh, you can upgrade for $39.99 on our website. All right, thank you very much, Nick. It's a pleasure. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for downloading the MyMac.com podcast. Please check out the Stoplight Network for other podcasts like the Tech Fan Podcast, Pocket Size Podcast, Not Another Mac Podcast, Geekiest Show Ever, the Mac Specialist Podcast, and the all-new App Minute Podcast. There once was a man from Nantucket who kept all his cash in a bucket. His daughter, named Nan, ran away with a man, and as for the bucket, Nantucket. <laughs>